Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Trees, a podcast brought to you by Safaricraft. I'm Angie Chehaning Diaz. On the first episode of our third season, we are going to discuss about conservation efforts in the Democratic Republic of Congo. I have here with me Professor Blaise Pascal Ntirumenyer Wamihigo, who is an associate professor at the University of Kinshasa and currently doing postdoctoral research at the University of Quebec at Montreal, Canada. He works with our team in Global Comparative Study on Red Plus Project and with his expertise on climate change, inequalities, and sustainable management of protected areas, just to name a few. He leads our effort to bring knowledge to action to protect forests and enhance rights in the RC. Hi, Professor. Thank you for being here with us. I'm very excited to have you. Thank you very much. I'm also very happy to be with you in this interview. Among my research area, I focus on inequality in forestry sector of the Congo Basin. Thank you very much. That's great. Okay, let's get started then. Um, so I want to start this discussion with some context about the RC. So can you please tell us about conservation effort and Red Plus in the DRC? Why is it needed there? I think what we can know is since more than a decade, precisely in 2009, the DRC has started to implement Red Plus. And Red Plus focuses on the reduction of emission from deforestation, forest degradation, conservation, sustainable management, and enhancement of forest carbon in developing country. DRC homes one of the richest and the biggest tropical forests in the world with a large forest cover, high value peatlands, enormous and diverse potential of fauna and flora spaces and important ecosystem services for the benefit of the Congolese, the Congo Basin, Africa and the planet. DRC has the largest forest cover in Africa and in the Congo Basin in the one hand. In another hand, DRC is ranked as one of the poorest economies in the world and is facing financial and technical challenges to well protect these forests. On top of this, according to the National Red Plus Framework Strategy of DRC, DRC forests are endangered by deforestation and forest degradation due to destructive human activities from forestry, farming and mining sectors promoted by economic, institutional infrastructure and population growth aspects. To illustrate this danger against forests of DRC, the Global Forest Watch in 2020 confirmed that DRC has lost 419,000 hectares of primary forests. Dealing with deforestation and forest degradation issues, Red Plus can be seen as one of the main options to promote the protection of DRC forests by bringing both technical and financial assistance to partnership with parties to the United Framework on Climate Change Convention and the Paris Agreements. An effective and efficient Red Plus implementation will surely raise the level of protection of the DRC forests. Okay, so now that it's still fresh that we finished a COP summit in Glasgow just a few weeks ago, uh, can you tell us about the progress and what is expected to be achieved in the RC after that um, summit? So, 
during the COP26 summit in Glasgow, the DRC and the Central African Forest Initiative, CAFE, have signed the second letter of intent, the 2 November 2021. This is, I think, the main progress and is very beneficial for the DRC. So in this the signature of this letter of intent, the president of DRC, Felix Chisekedi Chilombo, and the Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the United Kingdom, who represented the CAFI, have both endorsed this second letter of intent. The partnership between CAFI and DRC represents the most significant financial resource to implement Red Plus activities. This second letter of intent renews and extends the engagement between the two parties. It's important to notice that a first letter of intent has been signed between the DRC and the CAFI that covered the period from 2016 to 2020 with a budget of 200 millions of dollars. This second letter of intent incorporates innovation. The following, the inclusion of six principle that will guide its implementation, a section on the forest cover among objectives in which an annual limit of deforestation hectare has been fixed, a section on monitoring and assessments by the two parties, different political engagements compared to the first letter of intent and a specific attention has been made on conservation and restoration activity among political engagement of the DRC to achieve by 2031. An effective implementation of the second letter of intent is expected from the after this COP26. Also, the mobilization of funding for the implementation of the second term of this new letter of intent from 2026 to 2031 is expected as additional funding is needed to implement Red Plus in DRC. So, if we compare the, the two letter of intent, I should say, the first letter of intent has five principles, and among those five principles, two of them, the principle of consultation, participation, and transparency, and the principle of on the recognition of the rights and the aspiration of all stakeholders have been uh, considered in the second letter of intent. But the, this second letter of intent, as I said before, has eight principles. And among those eight general principles, six of them are new. And those principles are on the high level and continuous multisectoral policy dialogue. And the second one is on the uh, a participatory approach in land use. And another one is on the inclusion of the private sector in the implementation of the Red Plus and the second letter of intent. And also uh, another principle is on the performance-based approach this should guide the effort of, to mobilize resources by CAFI uh, on the basis of the progress made toward attaining the objective of this letter of intent. A another one is on the enhancement of the coordination and uh, a search for synergy by the government and partners. I think this principle is very important, has uh, in one of the evaluation reports done by Teria. 
they reverse the uh, some issues regarding the the coordination and organization and another uh, principle is about the respect and uh, the promotion of the right of women has been uh, highlighted i think this also is very important to consider in the implementation of red plus has uh, those social and environmental safeguards have been promoted since uh, uh, the cop uh, 16 at cancun so i think this is uh, one of the most uh, beautiful uh, innovation brings by the second letter of intent but what we should also know that the most important is not to bring just the innovation but is more uh, about the implementation thank you uh, congratulations for the new letter of intent and the commitment for the funding but now that you have this letter of intent the next question is how to bring it into implementation what does it take from the rc Uh, thank you very much uh, Angrita for this question. I think what is need to push or to implement the second letter of intent is the adoption of policies. As you can uh, observe in uh, many of the technical documents uh, related to Red Plus, eight pillars sectors are highlighted and those sector focus on forests land use planning agriculture energy land tenure mining and hydrocarbon demography and governance policies on those sector should be adopted to push the implementation of red plus efforts has been made under the first letter of intent in the land tenure sector for example forest sector and also land use planning there is a bill of land use planning which is discussed in the parliament and we expect that in the few days we will have a law on land use planning as well as a policy on land use planning land for land tenure for example uh, lastly uh, there are parties who participates in the implementation of red plus have validated this policy so what is needed is the adoption of policy and the enforcement of these policies first secondly we need parties needs to be transparent needs to uh, activate the implementation on the ground uh, we have uh, many period projects which is experimented but we need more to uh, enforce to uh, improve the implementation of this project which is tested in drc other things is the revision of the policies on the homologation of red plus investment projects so there are many incoherences in this uh, decree the very last decree of uh, 2018 and these should be updated and also the decree should be coherent with the new ndc and the policies which is directly and indirectly related to red plus also in addition there is the ndc the national determinant contribution which is drafted these also should be coherent with the policy and the future policies on red plus 
So I think legal and policies framework directly and indirectly related to Red Plus should be coherent to increase the chance for a successful implementation of Red Plus. And also regular evaluation should be done in order to adapt the implementation of the project. And also lastly, to achieve goals and objective, it will be very necessary to mobilize funding for the second term of the implementation of the second letter of intent, which should cover the period from 2026 to 2031. Thank you. I have an additional question based on uh, your answers before that the RC is one of the most important country for biodiversity conservation in Africa, of course, because it's in the Congo Basin and also have one of the biggest peatland area in Africa or in the world. But we also know that the RC is prone to conflict. How do you navigate the environment protection there? And because your expertise is in inequality and rights, right? How does this help to um, empower people who needs it? It's a very good question. How to empower people? I think, as you say, DRC has a big potential in terms of biodiversity and in terms of ecosystem, but at the same time is facing problem. Uh, there are vulnerable people, uh, population in DRC, uh, who are a little bit uh, not very included in the process of the protection or in the implementation of the project uh, regarding Red Plus or other environmental projects. But what should be done I think is uh, first we should start with policies. Policies and law uh, should be uh, should promote the inequitable participation of the uh, the vulnerable population. Uh, I say uh, before that there are some laws like the the bill on the the promotion and the protection of the rights of indigenous people. This is uh, a start. But I think many of the laws in uh, DRC should be updated in order to incorporate uh, clearly uh, the participation of the vulnerable population, the vulnerable uh, stakeholders in uh, the process of implementation of the uh, environmental project or Red Plus project. Uh, firstly, we should start to uh, maybe revise the, the policy on Red Plus and the policies related to directly to or indirectly to Red Plus. But another thing is uh, not only the participation of uh, uh, the, the participation of the, the vulnerable population should be uh, clearly mentioned in the policies and the laws uh, in order to uh, uh, give them uh, the ability, the possibility to uh, implement, to be project developer, for example, and to be a real actor in the implementation of Red Plus project or uh, other environmental project. Uh, another fact is the DRC should also improve their law regarding the benefit sharing uh, from the implementation of this project. I think we have 
than less in these regards. The legislator should arrange should arrange the laws and the policy on benefit sharing to open the door to all the stakeholders, including the vulnerable one. And another thing is the the aspect regarding the justice. In other countries, there are some uh, like tribunal or courts who are focusing on environmental issues. But in our case, I think we have also court and tribunal that should be um, reorganized in order to render a fair judgment regarding issues uh, from the implementation of Red Plus project or other environmental projects. This uh, will be uh, also a big step to achieve in the direction of empowering and enhancing the rights of the vulnerable people. But uh, when you observe also the second letter of intent, uh, there are general principles and one of them is focus on the uh, social and uh, environmental safeguards, uh, which was promoted in uh, Cancun. And another one is on the respect of the, the right and aspiration of all the stakeholders, including the vulnerable uh, population. Uh, specific attention is provided to women who does not figure in the first letter of intent and this principle uh, this uh, principle recognizes the the rights of the vulnerable uh, population uh, local community indigenous people to be part in the implementation of the projects and to benefit also from the projects so i think is uh, this uh, is very encouraging and uh, the drc should uh, make some efforts to open the door uh, to for an equitable participation of uh, the vulnerable population. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it's great to see all this uh, commitment going in the RC. So um, how to bring this forward? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Angrita. I think uh, to uh, increase the chance to improve the the quality of the protection of the forest, uh, we need a capacity. Uh, the government of the DRC should uh, seriously put aside uh, funding to train the people who should be in charge of strengthening the protection of the DRC forests. Another issue could be also the education. Has the DRC represents one of the richest and the biggest uh, forest in the world. So because our forest is very important for the planet, we have a responsibility to this uh, forest to uh, to provide ecosystem services, uh, which is uh, very important for all the world. We need to train or to start providing uh, environmental notions since uh, the primary the university. There are people who help, we need, we do partnership, but first is our forest and we should be responsible to protect it. Thank you very much. It's a very <laughs> uh, good way to wrap up this discussion and a hopeful note. All the best for the conservation effort in the RC. Thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure to share this time. Thank you very much for being here and to our audience. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a good week ahead. Um, See you on the next episode and take care, everyone. Bye.